This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I'm so excited today to have my next guest. You know, I've been in real estate for a very long time in the state of California. I went to real estate you know, in the early 2000s and also dabbled in in investment. So I have a space in my heart for real estate. And this this young lady has been in real estate for the last four years. I love, I love real estate. I was one of those weird people that thinks real estate is sexy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it is kind of sexy, especially since you, you know, you can do a lot with real estate, just like so many directions you can go. So I'm excited to talk to her. She has um, you know, a background where her parents have been entrepreneurs. So she was, you know, probably taking some of that one. And I have that same experience as my parents being entrepreneurs. So I'm excited uh, to have this conversation. So Leela Martin, how are you? Hi, Tam. Thank you so much for the opportunity to have this conversation with you. I mean, it's, it's not often that I get to promote myself. <laughs> so, you know, it's really not. So this is really special. You know, it's good, though. I mean, a lot of us don't know how to promote ourselves, And really, you know, it's, it's, it is important. But just talking about your life and how people can relate, you know, it doesn't even feel like promoting or self-promotion. It's really just talking about how you got to where you got to. There's so many people out here that are looking to do stuff and they want to be inspired by people. And mm. they find out, oh, wow, if she could do that, I could totally do that. Mm. You know? Yes. Yes. So that's the whole thing. So tell me a little bit about how you got into real estate in the first place. You know, there were definitely uh, just now that I look back on it, there was different forces that were pushing me in that direction. First of all, we had to sell our own home mm-hmm. and the real estate agent that we had, I mean, she shut off the water, the gas, she would send people over without even letting us know that there were going to be showings. And I, I could not believe it. So I was like, wow, if someone that lacks communication skills that last, you know, she just lacks like personal skills, um, just simple consideration. And I was like, wow, not that I want to compare, but like, I'm so much better at all of those things. Right? <laughs> What's like standing in suck. our way? Yeah, yeah. she kind of suck. And I know I can do better. Yes, than that. yes, <laughs> yes. Right. What, oh what's standing in my way. So um, it was just something that I was so I was so shocked. And then when, um, you know, I saw how much she made, I was like, wow, it was it was just blew my mind. And then coincidentally, I was let go from a job that I had been doing for so long. I was in the um, medical accounts receivable field for so long, mm-hmm. for so long. I was doing um, accounts receivable for physicians and it was just flexible, great benefits, um, you know, allowed me to really have a beautiful life for me and my daughters when I was a single mom. And, and then it's so ironic that once I got married and once I had my son, you know, it's like now I couldn't like, he might like just everything changed that yeah. that field was gone. You know, yeah. my that job was taken away from me. So I think really it was um, heaven makes best arrangement um, to just put you where you need to go. And so I, I really studied hard. And in four months, I got my license. 
And I just hit the ground running, you know, trying to absorb as much information as I could. Um, but it was really hard in the beginning because I wasn't getting any deals. You know, I was doing what everybody was saying, the door knocking, the cold calling, um, reaching out to your sphere of influence. Yep. And, um, you know, just, I, I, I didn't stop. And that's the thing that really kept me going because thanks to, thanks to the, the promotion like Facebook, Right. Um, I, I posted a story and it was the person that I would never even think of responded to it. Um, his parents needed to sell a home. They were getting evicted out of their apartment in Venice and they were living there for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, there were, the going rate to get evicted in Venice is a hundred thousand dollars. So because wow. they were, they were living in Venice for about 40 years they already had a really healthy savings on top of this hundred thousand. So that was my first deal. And it's all because I posted something on Facebook and um, this guy that remembered me from high school, I don't remember him. And he's someone that, um, you know, washes cars and doesn't have a staple job and does things that you wouldn't think would have accessibility. So it's just the thing that you never know who you're going to help. You never know who's watching. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. just didn't give, didn't give up, yeah. Right, and uh, and what prompted you to put a story? And what was the story you put on Facebook? I think it was just me um, doing showings because I was doing showings. I had buyers, but I just couldn't get them to the finish line. So right. I was doing the work, uh, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't get there. Right. Um, so it was just that. It was just showing something very very basic, you know, that I do working with someone and yeah. And then that's how it all, that's how it all snowballed. And Good for you. Wow. You know what I, what I love about this is that real estate. And I always thought this too, it provides, there's certain industries that provide a lot of flexibility for women. Mm-hmm. And I, what I'm hearing you say that once you left your job and wasn't able to go back to that job, now you had another, I had a son, mm-hmm. real estate became your, your way. Mm-hmm. And you weren't giving that up because you're going to figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. And you just yeah. kept on going. I, that's mm-hmm. great. Tell me a little bit about entrepreneurship. Like your parents are entrepreneurs. Tell me how that affected you. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, you're, you're not entrepreneurs. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, I think I got spoiled with my parents because they did such a great job with us. I mean, my parents never said no. Uh, why, when, wherever I wanted something, Uh, It just breaks my heart because it's so hard as a parent, right? Like to be all focused on material things and, and not that we ever wanted anything. So, you know, designer, because we didn't know anything, but the fact that they never told us no, is just, I don't know if it was, that's why I said spoiled me because, you know, when I didn't get what I wanted, um, (laughs) I, I had a fit. Right. And so like with this real estate thing, when I didn't get where I wanted, it's like I didn't give up. But my, my parents worked in Marina Del Rey. They had their own um, yacht service where they would do um, yacht maintenance. And my and so they would varnish, polish boats, you know, vacuum, just like housekeeping. But it was yeah. for yachts. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad even went as far as um, getting his scuba license to clean the barnacles from underneath oh, wow. the boats. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my parents both being immigrants from Mexico, you know, buying, buying different properties and just having, having homes and, you know, having their own assets. Um, it was like, sky's the limit. If I said, I wanted to do this, 
okay, go ahead. You know, you have no reason to fail. Yeah. And so because of that, um, you know, I am where I am. It's because of what, you know, how I was raised. Um, but then later on, unfortunately, they got a divorce and all of that went down the hill. So I was able to experience the, the I guess, the poverty because once they left, once my dad left, um, he left us for maybe four to six years. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom lost all of the homes because she couldn't pay for them on her own. The business was dissolved. Um, she had to get on food stamps. Um, you know, we had to take the bus everywhere from um, Crenshaw and Slauson all the way to Marina Del Rey. Right. And, um, you know, it was just and we had to move into a one bedroom apartment in Mar Vista, you know, but my mom made it happen. Like she didn't give up. She got a job at a, like a little Whole Foods store. And um, yeah, my life completely changed because I definitely was I, I lived both both lives when I was a child, yeah. you know, a life of luxury and going on boat trips and traveling all everywhere. And then like having to go to, uh, to the county line to get milk and stuff because we were right. starving to go to the laundromat to wash our clothes, you know. Right. Yeah. Wow. What, you know what? How did that what do you think that did as far as I, I, I totally get that, um, you know, your parents always give you things that probably push you to always never give up for what you want. But, you know, seeing your mom, mm-hmm. like hustle like that. I know for mm-hmm. me, my mom, I have that experience too. Yeah. You know, my mom, I look at my mom like she was a superhero or something mm-hmm. that really informed who I am right now. Yeah. What'd that do for you to watch your mom? Oh my gosh, my mom. I still don't know how she does it. Even my aunts say, how does your mom get all this energy? And she's just, she was just raised this way that there's, there's not even enough time for the day to do things. And so my mom um, went to SMC, you know, she, she, she graduated from there. She was teaching, she was teaching Jewish, Jewish kids um, Spanish for extra money. She worked at a school. She worked at Taco Bell. I mean, she did everything, you know, she was also trying to sell real estate. And that's one thing that really sticks with me. Yeah. Because she tried so hard. She, she, she did it. If she had more information, she wouldn't have lost the home. She could have reached out to the bank. She could have done something. And so that's what she's always told me. Oh my gosh, Miha, if I would have known, I would have been able to do this. If I would have known, if I would have known. You don't know, man. You don't know. I remember because you just don't know. You just don't know. And you probably now are in the real estate game because you like, I'm going to help these people know what they got. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help them know. I make it my obligation. I make it my obligation to, to, and I, I believe that's why I have so much success is because um, I I just want to share the information and then leave, leave everything, you know, like give them the option. This is, this is what your choice is. And the rest is up to you. You know, sometimes I'll get, um, you know, grandkids or aunts or sisters calling me upset. Hey, you want to sell my, you know, uncle's house. And I'm like, no, but I mean, it's falling apart. He got hurt going. I I was just walking and, you know, I saw this man just bloody arm and he couldn't even get into his house because his house was full of junk. And I was like, do you need help? Or, you know, how do you live like this? And, you know, so honestly, it's because I I make it my obligation to share. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm in real estate, right? Like who, what other Latino can turn to someone? I speak Spanish, luckily, because most there's so many Spanish speaking people that get taken advantage of. And that just, 
it breaks my heart. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. What What are some of the other ups and downs that you had to go through just, you know, going through life and going through business, you know, what are some things you've experienced? Everything. As soon as I passed my real estate license, um, oh, uh, maybe two weeks before I was going to take my test, my uh, my seventeen year old daughter she decided she didn't want to live with me anymore. Oh, great! You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> she was. Um, she's okay. the she's the brightest. She's so smart. I mean, just it's the smartest girl. But she's also very lazy. Mm. You know, so she would wait till the last minute to do her homework. And um, so she wasn't passing a lot of classes needed in order to graduate. And that wasn't sitting well with me. So I I was like, you know what, I'm going to take away your phone. I'm going to take away your laptop. Give me everything, your iPad, everything. And so she didn't like that, you know, and and she she didn't like that I was being hard on her. And in in hindsight, I I was too hard on her. I could have been more approachable, more loving but I was like very demanding, you know, rigid, rigid. And so she decided to go move with her dad instead, her, her dad, who she hadn't spoken to in like four years. Right. Um, and, but that's because that's how much I pushed her that she needed to do this. And so I really regret that decision because, but there's nothing I could, I could have done to stop her. You know, right. I was like, why do you want to leave? And as soon as I said that, and we were sitting in the car, it was like the roles had changed because I treated my mom really badly when I was little, you know, mm-hmm. I treated her terrible. So what she did is nothing compared to what I did to my mom. Right. And um, so that, you know, ha- losing my daughter, you know, right now we don't speak. Luckily, um, we email each other. But in the very beginning, you know, she was just very angry. I could tell by her emails and stuff like that. Right. And so that's a mother's worst nightmare, right? Like to really have your child not want to have a relationship with you. Um, but I did that to my mom and a hundred times worse. So now I'm really working on repairing that relationship with her. Cause it is, it's my duty to do that. Just like it's yes. my obligation um, to assist my clients. I'm the mother. It's my obligation to, you know, figure out what I need to do to save this relationship. Yeah. Um, and it really helped with my 16 year old daughter that I have now you know, she's 16. So, you know, if she, but she's doing good. And even if she wasn't, um, I don't ask anymore, like, uh, you know, the, the, if you're going to go to college, it's what college are you going to go to? So I've learned to change my words and just, you know, not take things so personally. Yes. And, um, all of that can really help in business. Just, just like business can help in life. I think they're all, you know, they're all intertwined somehow. Yeah, for sure. Whether well, relationships, I mean, relationships and it's just how you treat people, how you communicate to people you learn, you don't, you know, the thing about children, I always, you know, I've heard this saying, I know this to be true now too, because I have a, a child. Um, there's no handbook for, for it. You know, we, we, we learn as we go, we make mistakes and then we go, oh, well, maybe I could have done that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But you didn't mm-hmm. know give us a, a, a handbook for these things and you probably wouldn't even believe the handbook if uh if you got it you're like mm-hmm. this is my my kid you yeah I mean? yeah so it is what you you learn and live and and now you what it, what did my angelus say you know you do better when you know better or something like mm-hmm. that it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah mm-hmm. oh, so good so good mm-hmm. what inspires you now because i know that 
you know, you've been inspired by seeing your mom and you've been inspired by, Mm -hmm. you know, helping other people, but Mm -hmm. what's been inspiring you now as, you know, COVID last year was a trip, Yeah, you know, and we're still kind of getting to the pandemic, but what's been inspiring you now? Um, What keeps me going now is I just have to review my goals. And before I didn't do that, right? Before I was just going around like I didn't have a direction. Mm -hmm. But now with my goals, it's very, I I check them every day. I I say them out loud. I, I, you know, I have this direction, which has really just catapulted my business to this whole other level where I never thought I could be, you know, before I was just like, if I could just have one escrow every month and then three months would pass by and then four months would pass by and there would be no escrow, you know? And, and so, you know, now I just recently opened up a listing. I have um, buyers. So it's like, it's, it's all really like my goals are there and I have to look at them. So I have to remind myself, this is what I want to do, but it's not just for me. You know, my, my parents are still very young. And so I just can't wait to like do something super special for them. You know, my, my goal is to um, be able to get an apartment for my daughter, the one that left, you know, I'd love to be able to, to mend something and just get her her own place. So she doesn't have to live with her dad, because that place is crowded, you know, so my, my goals are just really to, you know, hopefully inspire others so that they can turn their life around too. So good. What do you, what would you tell other women, mothers, that are looking to grow a business around children, around obstacles, around starting something new, what what would you tell them to do first? To start a plan, to just get, get, put your idea on paper. Um, Because when you learn to, for me, my experience, when I learned to quiet my mind, I always had thoughts going around in my head and, but I never would write them down. And so, you know, recently I started writing um, my thoughts down and I had this idea come up and now I'm striving towards it. So it's, I mean, I just think your inner self knows what your purpose is, right? Like, like now I have more meaning to my life. Um, I'm starting this organization where I'm going to help people fill the gap. And what that means is I've met so many qualified people. They have excellent credit scores. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they they have good work history. They just don't have, you know, X amount of money saved up. Maybe they do have some money saved up, but maybe they're short, like under $5,000. And that can make all the difference between a FHA loan and a conventional loan. Yes. And so, you know, I'm going to start this organization where um, we're going to fill in the gap. So, you know, we're going to donate this money to new homeowners so that they can get a home so that they can start something for their own future, for their family, for their generations. And um, this idea came because I've started putting my ideas on paper. And then I was like, you know what, it's not it's not that hard. How how amazing would it be to start promoting something like this, where it's, you have to wait for the government, the county to get involved, because the county's going to want you to do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a private organization. You know, I'm putting money into it, I'm getting donors to donate. And it's a tax write off. And it's good. <laughs> like, it, like, you know, that's what I learned. If you want to, 
if you want to help people, it's not like, you know, what are Bill Gates, what's Bill Gates doing? You know, right. what are all these Jeff Bezos's wife and, you know, what are they doing? So yeah, I'm not anywhere near their level by any means, but I just, you, you can't get unless you give. It's so very true. There's something, there's some kind of reciprocity to, uh, or some kind of uh, uh, law of that, where um, the more you get, you're more, the more you are obligated to give. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure where, what that law is, but I just notice it's true. Mm -hmm. And if you are getting, you have to start thinking about, okay, who can I serve? Who is going to benefit from all of this? Um, all of these blessings that I've been given, you know? Yes. And so it is, it is, you're right on the money when you're, when you're, what you're thinking. And, mm -hmm. and I think you get even more blessings that mm -hmm. if you think about others and yeah, the more you're getting it, cause you become a steward of that money, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, so I, I applaud you for that you know, really thinking bigger and thinking about how many more people, because there's so many people that need, need things. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that God put only a certain amount of people who are with the ability to lead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you're yes. starting to get those leadership driven leadership yes. goals, then he gave you, you're like the steward of that. Mm -hmm. That's right. what I feel too. Right. And yeah. I think we're all capable of it, you I, know, I but we let life get in the way. Like I could have let you know, the, the, you know, be a, statist a statistic when I was a single mom with two daughters, two baby daddies, two daughters, but you know what, I didn't let it bring me down. I could have, you know, just let the fact that my daughter left and drowned me like it, it messed up my mom big time what I did to her. But you know, I didn't let that get me down. And it doesn't mean that I don't care. It just means that I have to deal with it. But I can't the world can't stop. That's you right. know? So my 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 advice would be, you know, just to focus on one thing at a time, yes. the problems are going to be there regardless. Um, and, you know, I just think of I'm sorry, but I love Jesus, you know, so I have to use Jesus as an example, yeah, you know, what, what did he do? You know, how was yeah. his life? Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> so, right. so many people only focus on, um, you know, getting and the money and the wealth, but then yes. we have to look back and Jesus's life would spot was not smooth at all. And at so all. that's why when I go through unsmoothness, it's just part of life. It is. And, it's, and as soon as I realize that that suffering is just part of life, but you can't let it overcome you, you know, then, then it was like, everything was just, uh, you know, it's just, everybody's going through it. I'm not the only one. I don't have to be so self-centered. <laughs> yes. Isn't that true? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? I, I, I think I think the same thing. I'm like, you know, it, it ain't about me. It ain't all about me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, um, it this has been such a good conversation. How can people find you? Because I know there's gonna be people, especially in the California area, they may want to reach out, find out a bit about your organization that you're putting together, or just mm -hmm. find out about how they can work with you. What's the best way to find you? The best way to find me, um, I, you know, I have a website, but it's linked to Coldwell Banker. I have to get that fixed. Um, I have an Instagram account, but I think it's if you want to reach out to me by email or Instagram. Um, should I give you my Instagram yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, okay. Perfect. Um, so it is uh, Salila underscore uh, to live and buy in LA. Mm -hmm. And my... Um, email is cmartin at helpyoubuyandsell.com. I love that. Well, definitely reach out to her, connect with her on, on, on uh, social media, 
Oh my goodness. So Leela, this has been amazing. And thank I'm you, Tim. All of the stuff that we're gonna be doing together. Um, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much, Tam. I appreciate everything. Thank you for the time. Thank you.